morning and thank you for joining me once again as we continue our series, Crucial Questions for the Human Family. Uh, we've made our way to questions 36 and 37. An interesting question uh, related to uh, uh, authority and power. Uh, and I've mentioned this uh, quite a few times over the course of the, of the years. Uh, I would define authority as the right to do something and the and the word power has to do with the ability to do something, okay? Uh, sometimes uh, we grant authority and they really don't have the power to do so. And sometimes people have the power to do things, sometimes many perverse things. They just don't have legitimate authority. And so this, these two questions deal uh, with uh, essentially uh, should women participate in the congregational life of the church by voting? And uh, if, if they can't be pastors and if they can't do this and if they can't do that, uh, then uh, why do we let them have a say in the polity of a church if we practice congregational polity? Now, I've, I've long said that I am a congregationalist. Uh, uh, that would be uh, in distinction from uh, holding to an Episcopal form of church government. That would be a form uh, that has uh, kind of two tiers of leadership, uh, leadership within the church uh, that may be led by elders, and then those outside the church that have a certain type of authority uh, in the church. Uh, both the Methodist church and the Episcopal church have some, some structure like that. And then uh, there are those that simply say uh, that the congregation should never really have a say in uh, anything that's decided by the church, that it should be decided by the elders. And there, there's uh, some plausibility there. Certainly elders are charged with leadership and uh, with ruling, with exercising authority, and we believe that, but we also believe uh, there's also a place uh, for the for the wisdom and, and at least the consent uh, of the congregation. And so, uh, as, as I've said, uh, I believe that uh, the congregation of North Clay Baptist Church has called and appointed me to lead. Uh, they desire that I lead. They don't always agree with the directions I lead, but they have still insist that I, I lead. And uh, yet, if uh, uh, there are too many that disagree with uh, what I lead in, what, how I teach, what I teach, you go down the list, uh, then the congregation would decide that I would not be the leader anymore. Uh, that is, they would ask me to step down, they would dismiss me in some way. And uh, that certainly is an exercise of congregational polity and authority. And uh, there's all kind of... Uh, situations in, in you know, the secular world uh, that, that kind of mimic that, that you, you ask somebody to, to lead, uh, but yet, and again, they're not autonomous. And so we're, we're, we will give an account to God and we're accountable uh, to the congregation uh, as leaders. And so, uh, well, but can you build a case? Uh, women shouldn't be pastors. They should, they should be silent in the churches, so they should not even have a, a say, a vote in, in uh, congregational matters. It's an interesting question, and I would go, or at least they go, uh, this book goes to uh, Acts chapter 15, uh, verse 22. And uh, it says, Then it seemed good to the apostles and the elders with the whole church to choose men from among them and send them 
to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas. And if you'll remember the controversies and uh, the, the sending of delegations to Antioch to sort out what was going on in that church at Antioch. And so uh, who is involved in the whole church there? I guess that would be the question. Is it the whole church of men? Or is it the whole church that would be comprised of both men and women? And so I would say that uh, the, uh, Luke was perfectly capable of saying the men of the church made this decision if that what, that's what he meant. Now, again, we, we can argue that forever and ever and ever and ever. Uh, but uh, uh, it seems like uh, that women... Uh, did get a say. They were included uh, in uh, the decision-making process and uh, certainly allowed uh, very much to participate in uh, the life uh, of, of the church. Uh, now, in the ancient world, uh, that I can certainly envision uh, some, uh, some things being incredibly uh, limited and with the advance of democracy, uh, we see it differently. Uh, but uh, uh, certainly uh, there, uh, there's also, when we talk about the unique way God has designed and assigned men and women to uh, work within the home, work within the church, um, uh, it, it, it uh, seems like uh, there, there's at least a trajectory uh, for the acceptance of women uh, in terms of this type of participation of, of having a, a voting uh, say. And now, to, to be sure, at the time Acts was written, you had apostles on the scene. And to what degree they exercise unilateral authority, uh, we, we could talk about that as well. Uh, but remember, there are no more apostles. Uh, we are dependent upon the Word and the Spirit uh, working in and among us uh, that we would discern and know and follow uh, the will of God as revealed in the uh, Word of God. So interesting and, and maybe even a, a, a difficult question uh, that uh, uh, requires a lot of consideration. Uh, but that's where I would go at least uh, in answering that particular question. So we pray that it is a blessing to your day and we look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow.